up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, podcast content unlocked. Welcome to this game where this is Chris and over there is Ashley. Hi Ashley, how are Hello. you? Fine, thank you. How are you? You asked me. I normally ask you. Yeah, I'm but that's okay. Mixing, mixing it up. up. Yep. I knew you were going to say that. What, mixing it up? Yeah. I said it at exactly the same time as you. Did you not hear me? <laughs> is that my go-to? You do say it quite a lot, like more than other people. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. You're always mixing it up. It's almost like you're a DJ. <laughs> oh, well, you got DJ on the brain, haven't you? After our little conversation before this. That's your fault. So we were talking, for, I can't remember how it came in conversation, but we were discussing DJ Hero. You don't have Hero. to tell everybody. Well, are you going to be aggy because you know you're going to end up buying DJ Hero this week? I'm not allowed. I was told. You heard. Categorically, I'm not allowed to buy DJ Hero. She doesn't need to know. Why do I even want it? I don't need it. You're a bad man. Well, I used to do this to you, to be fair. Arguably, do we need any of the games we play? This is true. They aren't, they're a want, aren't they? However, I understand what you're doing here and it's manipulative and wrong. Am I gaslighting you? (laughs) No, you're not gas. You use words, you don't know what they mean. (laughs) You don't know what that means, do you? Sort of. Okay, all right. There's been a lot of words introduced lately, so I yeah. can forgive you. All right. But I did used to do that to you. Did you realise? I think you did realise that. Yeah, you gaslit you me, well. didn't you? No, not gaslit you, you turbot. <laughs> I mean, I used to convince you to buy things that you didn't necessarily want. I remember... That's how you got a 3DS. I remember there was a, a series of texts when you got um, Batman Arkham City, and you, you said the eagle has, lan- has landed when it, was in, when it was in your basket. Yeah. Did I really? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. Have you still got those? Probably somewhere. And then I also remember a, a few hours later, you then said you had buyer's remorse. <laughs> well, that phrase is loaded in our circles. So uh, yeah. the less said about that, the better. Anyway, <laughs> that's enough Enough waffle. The game we're playing tonight, Ashley, I've had a little go out just now before we started chatting. Well, that's not the format. Why did you do that? Because... Why did you think that I would be okay with you doing that and then talk about it on podcast? I'm livid. You're a little bit late, so I had to do something to fill my time. Oh, what an excuse. That's because some of us have had things to do on a Sunday. Yeah, not me. Apparently not. No, just sitting around twiddling your thumbs, playing games you're not supposed to play. What is it? Tell me what it is. We'll get out of the way. So I wanted to launch the next 50 games with a bang, so it's a genre we've not done before. Okay. (laughs) I hope it's good because you just said we're we're setting things up with a bang go on so it's this game where you play as a massive monster you brawl is it rampage world tour you brawl against another massive monster (laughs) it is in a neo futuristic (laughs) japan set in 1996 and it's not rampage what yeah yeah although i did put rampage in my notes because i thought it was very similar to rampage as well well now i'm a bit stumped so it's not rampage this game has not been turned into a blockbuster action film starring Dwayne Johnson. Right. To my knowledge. I mean, that leaves a lot of games. He's been in a lot of films, but there are also quite a lot of games still. Yeah, So that doesn't really narrow it down. Mm. You just, you'll have to put me out of my misery. I I don't know. I'm so stuck on Rampage and it not being Rampage that I'm befuddled. Well, it's called King of the Monsters. Uh, Is this where the board game comes from? Oh no, that's King of Tokyo. Never mind. Yeah, so no, not at all. Yeah, King of the Monsters. Same premise though, isn't it? King of Tokyo, fighting monsters. Is that the premise of King of Tokyo? Yeah. Do you play as a monster? You do. I've never played it. I keep sort of looking at it and then not buying it. Well, maybe, it's supposed to be very good. Well, maybe this game will uh, be your, your way in for it. Wet my whistle. Yeah, exactly. That's another whistle. thing that you say quite a lot. You're always mixing it up. 
Wetting your whistle. With my wet whistle. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's a fighting game. Now, this is a game that we've not done before, like I said, and it's a genre that I absolutely hate and a genre that I'm not very good at. And I suspect the two are linked. In fact, no, I know the two are linked. I hate them because I'm not very good at them. Okay. And I'm not very good at them because I hate them. Inextricable. So did you hate them when you were younger, when you were playing King of the Monsters? Did you dislike fighting games? Yeah, well, this is... I, I don't really know why I ended up getting this game. Well, I know how I ended up getting it, but the reason is unclear. It was bought for me by my parents from a market stall in the town that we grew up in, where they used to have this um, little stall that sold second-hand games really reasonably. And this was available. I think it was quite cheap, and I suspect that's probably the only reason why I was bought it. Because I'm sure if my parents knew the content of it, the fact it was a fighting game, they'd be absolutely appalled. And me and my little brother used to play it a fair bit. Not, like, massively, but it's one that I distinctly remember playing with him, and that neither of us were very good at it, just that it was quite shallow but quite fun. Mm, okay. So, I, I don't know if you answered what I asked. No, I don't think I did. What was it question again sorry <laughs> it's fine because all of that was interesting what i asked was did you like fighting games when you were younger right okay or uh, did you dislike i think this was the only fighting game i had and i just remember it being very average you would make a great politician what well, because i've still not answered I suppose, the question i suppose in a roundabout way you answered it you didn't like this you didn't you didn't like well, this all right this fighting game but as a genre other fighting games I've played, so I've tried. So Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Tekken. I just don't like any of them. Did you play them as a kid? Yeah. Okay. Right. There we go. I think that's the answer. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry to hold your feet to the fire on that one, but our listeners deserve to know. They deserve that's to know the ab- truth. Absolutely fair. Good. Do you Good. know the difference between fighting games and beat 'em ups? Because I didn't until today. A beat 'em up is like a side-scrolling affair. So yeah. you Street to Rage. Yeah. You don't go one on one. Yeah. You move through a scene for each level. Yeah. Exactly. So that. things like Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja, which is going to be on one of my episodes, rightly. Wrongly. Yeah, beat em up. Power Rangers, the movie, the game. Oh, yes, the one that we were going to do a few weeks ago. We were going to do that a few weeks ago. I can't remember if we told people that we were going to do that a few weeks ago, but I definitely told you. It's the first game that I completed. So that's that's a story for another day. And but that's that a beat em up. That's as well. a beat em up. Yeah, I, I like beat em ups. Mm. So I that was in time? I used to play Streets of Rage and Golden Simpsons? Axe a lot. Yeah, Simpsons, exactly. Mm. But fighting games just don't float my boats. What about you? So I did use like fighting games. I used to play Street when we went on holiday uh, to Caster on Sea. Up in the old, I think it's Suffolk. Is it Suffolk? I think it's Suffolk rather than Norfolk, Gator on Sea. No idea. I can't remember. I think it's Suffolk. Let's say Suffolk. It's near Lower Stoff to know that much. That's Suffolk. So we, we went on holiday to Caster on Sea, and I probably spent nearly every day playing Street Fighter 2 in the arcade that was attached to our camping site thing, and did really enjoy it. I used to play it again, like if people rocked up, it was like proper old school arcade because people were, were on holiday, yeah. and like you'd be playing, and they'd rock up, and they'd be like, how can I play? Sort of like that. They're all kids. And put their 20p in, and you fight somebody lose probably and then go about your day was it the thing where uh, they, so they, they put their 20p on top of the cabinet and I, I know that's what they do in America isn't it and they want to reserve yeah, their place not 20p though is it it's well, quarters well no come on quarter a dime sorry I said quarters didn't I yeah and I've got it's no quarters, idea what, mate. what quarters. corresponds to what an American currency I'm assuming quarters what, what 25 quarter cents means? yeah you numpty i feel like i might be a bit angry today i don't know why what's what's a dime then sorry if it is that 10 don't ask silly questions let's get back to the story okay Uh, (laughs) so yeah used to play street fighter there soul blade do you know soul blade 
A nickel. Uh, Soul Blade. No, I don't know what that is. Soul Blade is... Do you know Soul Calibur? Uh, was that a fighting game on the PlayStation? It was everywhere, really. So Soul Calibur is still going as well. It, it's a game where primarily people are armed. So you have um, a sword or some like claws or something like that. They all have bladed weapons. And actually, in the GameCube version of Soul Calibur 3 or 4, I think it was, uh, you could play as Link. They actually put yeah, Link in the game. That's cool. And I think... I could be getting this wrong now, but I think Darth Vader was in the PlayStation version of that game as of well. Of course. Why not? Well, because he has a blade, so he qualifies. Mm. Um, Is it a blade? So, so yeah. Mm. Debatable. What's a saber? Is a saber a blade? It was a lightsaber. It doesn't have a, a serrated edge, does it? Well, neither do all knives. A serrated edge is a bread knife, you dumb <laughs> What sort of swords have you been using where they've got serrated edges? You... <laughs> Clearly the wrong ones. All yeah. The, all those times I use swords. To be honest, I think you've just disqualified yourself from deciding whether a lightsaber is a blade or not. Because yeah, you've right. just you've right. just said Fair. that all blades have serrated edges. <laughs> so... Get, well, there, get back in your box there we go I've, i don't even like star wars i've got no skin in the game but you my sir not okay i've learned another word serrated <laughs> god this isn't what this podcast is supposed to be for <laughs> teaching me english soul blade is another game that i used to play in the arcades this is stuff that will come out in the wash when when we do a few of these games because they are going to come up uh, but basically what i'm saying is that primarily fighting games for me were arcade affairs and if i right if i was in an arcade whether it was down the seaside or on holiday or whatever chances are it would be a fighting game that caught my eye and that i'd plunge 20p after 20p into so yeah i i quite enjoyed them now i don't think i was ever very good at them i always used to get three or four levels in but that always felt quite fine by me for 20 pence i think fighting games i was reflecting on it earlier i think it goes back to what we said last week during castlevania that it's the whole having to learn things because i'm fighting games do on the surface appear to be quite shallow but i yeah but i they're not. recognize there's an awful lot of skill involved with them and so i just much knowledge and skill yeah absolutely mm. and i just don't have the patience to to learn those mm. and i think that's where as we castlevania last week because i didn't have the skill to learn the uh, intricacies of the boss fights i think it is um where i fall down with them as well with fighting games mm. i never really understood just how intricate they were until street fighter 4 came out and that was one i got that i bought on the xbox 360 almost i think on the day it came out right i was kind of caught up in the hype at the time i was working with someone that got very excited about that particular franchise street fighter or several people actually that were really into it and um, they were really excited about it coming out and they played it non-stop and they talked about it a lot. And I think I just got... So you boarded that hype away with that on the sideline. Yeah, but I didn't take part in the conversations. You were actually there, so you would know whether I, I did or not. And you probably know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I think so. As well. So I never took part in the conversations. I just listened and thought, I'm going to give it a go. And that I bought it. I haven't played it very much because it really opened my eyes to how bad i am at fighting games and how much how much learning goes into them. yeah absolutely like in order to just be good competent yeah. capable in order to play against the computer let alone other people you have to learn shit and i didn't have no space in my brain at that point for any of that anything longer than a kick punch kick punch kick punch too much for me unfortunately which is probably the time that we should plug kick puncher kick puncher the game is that a game yeah. no it's not 
All right, okay. I, I actually think it's, which I didn't realise when I was saying it, I think that is an accidental reference to community because I'm sure there is a television programme called Kick Puncher in that. Right. Where the hero is called Kick Puncher. I know from Community about Dr. Spacetime. I watched all the first series of Community years ago and absolutely loved it and I've just never watched any more of it. Community sort of falls off a cliff after yeah. probably sort of season three. I'm sure they enjoyed making it. People got paid. That's the rule, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So... King, king of, of king of king of the monsters king of king king of fighters no king of king new of, york no king of the ring that's a fighting game is it king of come I'm on just, play i'm just wondering how many more of these you can spin out kingpin king of from king Spider-Man? of new york is actually a really good christopher walken film king of queens so you should watch that it's got wesley snipes in as well i think king of queens yeah i mean that's a thing that i know so yeah Suppose it counts. The less said about that, the better. So, King, King of the Jungle. King of the Monsters was developed by SNK. Do you know any yep. of their... All oh, right. Oof. They've got Calibre, haven't they? So King of Fighters is, I think, is King of Fighters one of SNK's? Oh, don't confuse me. I, maybe. You've just asked me if I know their games. Yeah, but then you... Like, they, <laughs> now, you now you're sad. <laughs> then you find it back at me. I, I've only got space in my brain for King of the Monsters. Or I've not got... I can't compute any other king I mean, games. That, that kind of changes things in terms of what I was thinking this game was going to be because SNK have got chops yeah. in this particular genre. So that's just spun the game that we're going to play in a new light. Good. I, I can't remember if King of Fighters is an SNK game. So I should probably check, should I? Why you just check that? SNK developed Puzzle Bobble, which is a game I did play quite a lot when I was younger, and Metal Slug, which I've never played, but I know is very well regarded by people. Yeah, so Metal Slug is actually really fun. Is that like a, an R-type game? No, oh, no, Metal okay. Slug. It's another game I clearly completely missed the mark on then. Metal Slug is a really nice arcade game where you're in a tank, and the tank's like all squashy. Yeah, SNK is King of Fighters, so okay. uh, there you go. Which is a massive, massive franchise in fighting game circles metal slug is a an arcade game where you play this army man who is in a tank and the tank sort of the tank can jump and stuff and you shoot in all directions at things that are coming at you but it's more like a platformy type affair okay that sounds pretty good it is quite good and it's really well presented the animation in it is brilliant and the graphics are really clean and polished Mm. so yeah but snk king of fighters is what springs to my mind which uh, in its heyday was a bit of a so one of the things that the listeners should know is that we're not wholly qualified chris chris opened this episode up by saying that he hated this genre yep i have a passing knowledge of the genre i guess so i might get things wrong especially when i say this okay so king of fighters in its heyday was uh sort of a competitor with street fighter and well with street fighter street fighter was the big the big deal like street fighter 2 in particular and that was up there with that but i think it's since been eclipsed even though they have been putting games out on a regular-ish basis even i think even now i think king of fighters is published so it's one of those games that i hear people talking about quite a bit and again as like i said metal slug i know it's it's very well regarded as well yeah well metal slug is worth playing anyway it's totally different it's not a fighting game at all and i would recommend you play it give it a chance basically because you might like it the game King of the Monsters was released in Japanese arcades in 1991 and was ported to the Neo Geo AES that year. Have you mm. heard that console? Uh, I know the Neo Geo Pocket and yeah. the Neo Geo Color, which I believe are like a, a shrunk down version of the AES, but I might be wrong. Right. I'd never heard of that as a console, the AES. It's not very catchy as it is a title. No, but... Neo Geo was largely arcade hmm. orientated, wasn't it? Yeah. So if you were if you were well interested in your arcade games, 
as opposed to the the consoles that were around at the time, you probably wouldn't care what it was called, would you? Because it was delivering something completely beyond what the consoles were capable of. And I presume that it cost an absolute bomb as well. Maybe, I have no idea. Okay. (laughs) It was ported to the SNES in 1992 and in 1993 came out on the Mega Drive. I think Hmm. I probably was bought this in about 96 or 97. I was trying to sort of piece it together earlier. I think for it to have been a game that was bought secondhand at a market, I think it probably would have been around then. The other thing I remember about this game was the front cover. So this came out in the Sega Mega Drive Classics range, just to give you a bit of an indication as to the the quality of game. Now, obviously, lots of consoles have this sort of umbrella thing where they re-release older titles for a bit of a budget, like the PlayStation Platinum, etc. The Sega Mega Drive Classics had an interesting way of of formatting their games. Do you have you seen any of these at all? No. So what they did was they had the front cover of the game and then they sort of covered it in brown paper that was all ripped to make it look like the brown paper was being ripped and you could see the game underneath and it just made it look really seedy, which I imagine yeah, was, was weird. Why? En- entirely the point of it because, you know, Sega being a bit edgy or look, it's a, a bit illicit, a bit mucky, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but they were still aiming at kids, weren't they? They're yeah, still aiming completely. At- and so maybe it was like a kid's take on that where where like, oh, you're secreting it away to hide from your parents that you've bought another Sega game. I just think it's a bit cheap. Trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you've been very generous, more so than I. It came out originally in 91, but it then went to the Mega Drive. When did you say? 93. Right. And then the year later, a year later, in fact, Rare put out Primal Rage. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with that game. Yeah, well. which if you have got King of the Monsters uh, next to Primal Rage, how is it going to hold up visually? I've never seen this game, so I'm asking you. Well, uh, I mean, from my recollection of, of that game compared to King of the Monsters, the answer is not very well. Mm, okay. Clay Fighters. Sort of that, style? Was, that was another game that came out that looked really good as a fighter. Do you remember that one? Yeah, when did Clay Fight... When I, I'm more familiar with Clay Fighters 63 and a third, which came out on the <laughs> N64. What a great title. Somewhat irreverent Clay Fighters tried to be, didn't it? Yeah. I remember the snowman. Yeah, and the Santa Claus. It's quite beefy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you say that like you were into him. (laughs) Were you into him? (laughs) I sound like I was sort of slightly longing. Yeah. Is it just Santa or is it Santa in Clay Fighters in particular that you like? No, it's the snowman, the beefy snowman. Some people have Santa fetishes, so. Really? You seem to know a lot on the subject. Yep. Are you holding a potato? No, it's a pear. I want to eat it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to cut that out. I forgot that you could see me. (laughs) And I was thinking... Just want to eat this pear. <laughs> it was caressing against your lips while talking about people with Santa fetishes. It was it was all very strange. Mm-hmm. Where were we? I just asked you about Primal Rage. Yeah, so it's not going to hold up very well compared I, to Primal Rage. I don't think so, no. In fact, okay. I mean, having I mean, played it earlier, categorically, it's not. Okay, right. Fair enough. So lower those expectations. Yeah, low, low, I've, I've kept them fairly low. Fighting games, there was a bit of a glut of them at one point in the 90s. I can't say that I can put my finger on it. I'm not massively knowledgeable on the genre. We're not fighting games, guys. No, exactly that. There was a, quite a glut of them, and some of them were really shonky things, like just thrown together as quickly, probably, and as cheaply as possible, whereas others were works of a great amount of dedication and time and love, like Primal Rage, I imagine. Yeah, well, you say in Primal Rage, I remember when that came out, the graphics and how stunning it looked. It was everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah, there, it really there was. There adverts everywhere. Yeah. And in the 90s, there weren't really games adverts, at least as far as I know, they didn't saturate my experience of life for me to have been aware of it everywhere as a 
eight, nine year olds who had no interest in the genre at all, then there must have mm. been they must have been doing well. I think it was a big deal. I think it was a big thing because it was 3D graphics on the mm. on the SNES and it was an adult style game yeah. on the SNES as well. So it was the first time that Rare did that, I guess. I think that they went adult. Well, and then they replicated it with Conker's Bad Fur Day on the N64. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So they sort of, I, it feels like they were edging towards that. They also did uh, Perfect Dark. Hmm. which is an 18 certificate. What you say about them, you said about there being a glut of fighting games. This game has tried very carefully to imitate the, or imitate, pay homage, you make up your mind, the kaiju genre of uh, of films. So the game has got four monsters. Uh, see which ones you can pick out that definitely aren't copyrighted. I can tell you. King, King Kong, Godzilla. No, the so there are four characters in the Genesis and SNES version. In the arcade, there were six. And the one that's definitely not King Kong, but is also a giant gorilla, was one of the King characters Kong. that was cut. No, it's not. It's called Wu. Why? No, Wu. Uh, yeah, why Wu? I've got no idea. Ah. Sorry. I've cracked into my pear, by the way, so if you can hear me eating, I apologise. I should have given a trigger warning. <laughs> ASMR warning. So the four mm. monsters that are in the Genesis version are a giant scaly lizard called Geon, that's definitely not Godzilla. Mm-hmm. There's a giant man in a silver and blue suit called Astro Guy, that's definitely not Ultraman. Mm. There's a giant beetle who's definitely not Megalon from Godzilla films, who is called Beetlemania, which I do think is a pretty good name, to be fair. And then there's a character called Rocky, who is a giant golem. Right, okay. Hmm. Fair enough, fine. It just... How does this compare... I mentioned right at the beginning, because I thought it was going to be this game. Rampage. Do I want to play Rampage? How does it compare to Rampage? No oh, okay. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> so, that's, that's that answer. That's that. <laughs> Tick that box, move on. It does have a two-player mode, so you play against each other. You can't team up and fight against other monsters, which is a bit rubbish. Missed opportunity. Yeah, I but think so. But there are only four. Yeah, true. It would be a bit much. So... It? If you, well, I was going to say, if you teamed up, that's two. You'd only have two options. Yeah, when you only have four characters, right. yeah. it, it's a bit limited. Well, on that note, within the game itself, the gameplay is that you choose one monster and you have to go through four rounds. So you play against the other three monsters and then a reskinned version of yourself. So yourself being a different color palette. And then to complete the game fully, you have to do them all again in a different in the same order sorry but in different cities how about that for a game right it sounds like one of them knock knockoffs <laughs> if that's a conclusion you want to draw from that who am mm. i to to correct you and the final note before we start playing is that it doesn't work with six button mega drive pads you only were able to play it using a three button pad mm. what doesn't work at all why Does, doesn't work at all because of the way the moves were mapped and if you try to play it with a, a six button pad it just wouldn't work well that's stupid it just seems like a, a strange it seems strange that it was able to be released with that being part of it yeah it was a wild west in those days though wasn't it yeah Do just what to you like, shovel anything sort of. onto it in fairness the three button pad was the standard even if it wasn't the preferred that came with every console didn't it so even if you had six buttons you would have the three buttons stuffed away somewhere yeah i guess so right this is shame we're not together because i could try and win you oh i don't think you need to try i think you'd be able to ah right. well, don't put yourself down i'm not that good at, at fighting games yeah well i'm even, I, like i said even worse hmm. let's see
Well, that was quite a monstrous game, wasn't it, Ashley? Yeah. Did you plan that return? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How did you know in, in the wooden delivery or the terrible nature oh, of it? Oh, everything about everything. it. Every, okay. Absolutely everything about it, yeah. I'm was sorry. you at, at your worst. I've been emotionally sapped by that game, so I am at my worst. It was a little bit shit, wasn't it? Yeah. We're allowed to say that, aren't we? I'm glad it wasn't just me thinking that, because I felt like that, and I knew I was going to feel like that, and I'm pleased that someone who is more into fighting games than I am also felt like that. Yeah, still only casual. I tried to go to great pains to tell people I'm not like... I'm not a fighting gamer. I wouldn't be able to hold my own even against someone that moderately understood the ins and outs of fighting games as, as general principles or whatever. But even as just as someone that likes to play games, yeah, as someone who's played their fair share of fighting games and particularly wrestling games, it was bad. It, it just was bad. It, just as someone that likes games, it was bad. Well, it's interesting you mentioned wrestling games there because we started up. Yeah, I did it on purpose. Very quickly, we realised it's actually a wrestling game. It's a wrestling game. Yeah, so you you actually get plonked down you and a you and your opponent get plonked down in certainly in the first level on the mega drive you got plonked down in this river either side of what looked like san francisco's golden gate bridge and well it was in in, in megaport in japan in megaport yeah <laughs> wherever that is you very quickly get grabbed by the computer player and put into a grapple which totally flustered me i didn't understand what was going on and then thrown about like pile drivers happening get Irish whipped from one side of the river to the other and where the ropes would be there's like this invisible electric barrier that you yeah. bounce off so yeah it was it was a wrestling game another factor that I didn't expect uh, that came as a bit of a surprise being a wrestling game you're actually not moving in a single plane you move left and right and backwards and forwards yeah. in the from the screen so uh, that was a little bit of a surprise and also a bit of a complicating factor because lining up moves <laughs> was nigh on impossible oh, it, it was non-existent you could not line up moves and when when you tried to line the moves, they, they didn't connect. And it was also so slow traveling around that, those planes of movement, just going from one area to another. It just took so long. I never got a chance to move around anyway, because I every time I tried to do something, that the computer player was, was on top of me, yeah. trying to trying to hit me. Can you believe that? They were trying to hit me. The cheek of it. It's not cool. Not cool at all. Well, so you've, Ridiculous. You've mentioned there quite a few moves. At the start of the game, when we first closed up, we were greeted with this screen that told us all the, the moves that were available. And it was punch, kick, run. The button prompts, yeah. Yeah. And then, bear in mind I mentioned in the first half, this did not work with six-button controllers. You then... Mm. jump by pressing a and b together surely a fourth button would have been a better way to do that but there you go yep to fire a beam you had to hold down a and b mm. and the beam took for ages yeah it took far too long to charge because it left you so susceptible and then you could also pick up characters by uh, the enemy by going to it and, and pressing a but it did not tell us how to do grapples this irish whip nonsense mm -hmm. you're mentioning at all it felt like the game was withholds that information from you because having that would have made it a lot more not playable. It would it would have made it more bearable, perhaps. Yeah, knowing that there were moves other than the run, kick, jump, punch, and beam that it told you about in the first place, knowing that there was more to it than that would have been helpful. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's no of, doubt yeah. about it. It would have allowed you to play the game the way that it was supposed to be played. Instead, you left to fumble around trying to figure it out and end up button mashing. Yeah. As a lot of people tend to do with fighting games anyway, but... Guilty as charged. Yeah, I used to be an eye of, of sort of... I, I'm a little bit more sophisticated than that these days, uh, or, or have been for a while with fighting games. Like, I actually do try and do... Oh. 
the I, things that you're supposed to do. I tried with this, but I just had to resort to Well, this to is it. what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, this is what I was going to say. I actually do try, if I'm playing a Street Fighter or a Tekken or something, I actually try and execute moves and to the point where I would go into the move list and, and see, try and learn that move or whatever if I was playing it properly. Yeah. But in this game, it was impossible to execute moves uh, to such an extent that I actually went and halfway through playing, I went to see if I could find the move set on the internet found it it's fairly straightforward ups and downs lefts and rights with a b a and b a and c prompts went into a one player versus two player game so that the (laughs) second player was completely prone was trying to execute these prompts and failing like it just it just wasn't working and on top of that the grapple in order to grapple against the fight, the other fighter, you just it, there was no button prompt for it. You just, like you have to just walk into them. So if you get close enough, you'll go into a grapple. But when you're fighting against somebody else, they're going to smack you in the face, yeah, aren't they? Absolutely. You have to kind of agree to grapple in a way in that game. You have to agree unconsciously. You have to agree. Right, I'm going to go for a grapple yeah. now, and they have to then decide to stop punching or kicking in order for you to get the grapple in, and then. I don't know if this was it is the way the game is designed, but even in the game, that situation where the second player was prone, I still wasn't able to execute my moves unless immediately into getting uh, immediately after getting into the grapple, I pressed the button prompt for the move. Mm-hmm. If I if I missed that tiny window of opportunity, he stayed in the grapple for about three or four seconds and then exploded out of the grapple. Both of you sort of um, flying away from it. So you've been damaged. And to win about as well, you and I both had scenarios where both the character we were playing as and the opponent had zero health mm. and mm. the round was not ending. How was yep. it you managed to finish? Because both times I was in that situation, I have no idea how I actually managed to complete the, the round I was in. You pinned them, presumably. You pinned the other player. Oh, of course I correct? did. Yes. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So obviously just, okay. that just proves how memorable you the game forgotten. was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The thing that I found was that I wasn't getting through any of the levels. So one thing that I said to you that I'll repeat for listeners, fighting games usually give you the first couple of levels. You usually find that the first and second level are for funsies. Tutorials. Not even tutorials. You you just get given a bit of a soft touch for those first two, presumably to hook you in. Because if if you get knocked out, I'm thinking arcades, if you get killed, if you get beaten in the first round, in the first match, you're unlikely to go oh, I need to try again because I've got so far. You're not going to want to play it again, are you? No, exactly. If you're on round three, though, you've got an investment there. You've already invested time and effort and the game's given you this sense that you might actually be good (laughs) because you've beaten two players already. Therefore, why is this third one a little bit too hard? Maybe I'm good enough to overcome it. And so your 20p goes in, your 20p goes in, keep going, or or cents or yuan or whatever you, or yen whatever your currency is so you keep plowing money in and psychologically it's clever this game not clever at all its first level was hard like i didn't get through the first level without dying and using the continue yeah same here Uh, yeah same and this is where i tell you before i actually started this game i went into the options and changed it to easy so i was playing on easy (laughs) which is mad like i don't understand that at all i've never played a fighting game that makes it as hard as that and then the second level i won by just hammering A and B together at the same time over and over and over, which meant my character was jumping all over the place. They were firing beams out. Yeah. Were, um, I, I was biting at one point. My character, not me. And then the third round was against Astro Guide, the Ultraman ripoff. And that was just insanely difficult. So the, mm. like you say, the difficulty is really mismatched. 
it's hugely difficult. I wasn't expecting it to be as difficult as it was. I think the difficulty came partly through the fact that it was hard to execute anything that you wanted. Mm. Even when I was in control, even when I knew the moveset, even when the character was prone, I still felt like things were happening by accident. And that isn't good. (laughs) That is not good at all. One thing I had happened a few times by accident, which was really cool, but it was by accident... Were... I was just thinking the same thing. Okay. How about that? So the environments that you fight in, the, these cities and these ports, etc., you have these like fighter planes and there's tanks and there's ships Helicopters that appear, stuff, which yeah. are then firing at the characters, which I think is really nice. It, it creates a believable environment it, in, mm. fit, in fitting with the game. But yeah. as, as the planes fly overhead, you can actually pick them up and then throw them at the other player. Yeah, grab them out of the air, which it's was brilliant. a shock and surprise that when it happened. It reminded me, not not as good and not as memorable, I've forgotten it by tomorrow, but it, I certainly won't be thinking about it or talking about it in a few years, like I'm about to with this game. But it reminded me of Breath of the Wild, when the first time a moblin uh, picks up a bokoblin and throws it at, mm. at you yeah. as a player. And uh, my mind just was like, that, for me, in breath of the wild that was like the anything is possible moment in this game because i i just didn't see it coming i didn't expect or anticipate it and it was funny and inventive and a unique thing to experience in in a game similar in this game it was unique i didn't expect it because i didn't know it was possible i don't know how i did it so yeah exactly Uh, yeah it happened to me uh, the <laughs> yeah. the first time I saw it, I, d- I then managed to do it, but I don't know how. I think I jumped into the air at the right time or something. There were, I mean, that was one of the highlights of the game. I'll be honest, that is the only highlight I've got written down is that I accidentally picked up a plane at one point. There are only a few and the other one, maybe even just two. The other one was the fact that you were in destructible environments. So I asked you at the beginning of the episode yeah, whether, it, whether it compared at all to rampage and it does in some sense because you are a kaiju and you are fighting in a city and the city is destructible so that feels a little bit like and and i don't know how it worked in terms of points or whatever but you did get a damage percentage bonus at the end of each fight and stuff so i'm assuming there's something to do with like getting your score and again maybe that arcade link you had that it was the contributes to a better score perhaps but for a a game on the mega drive yes i agree that it probably i suppose that was a because you had to put your initials in so maybe there was a high score table in the game yeah contributes to but again that wasn't made clear that's just me hypothesizing yeah you say at that point while about being a kaiju game in the first half i mentioned there were six characters and i got so bogged down with the fact they were trying to avoid copyright infringement i forgot to mention the sixth character and i need to mention it because otherwise i won't have closure the sixth character was poison ghost which is a toxic waste monster oh that feels better similarly well named poison ghost brilliant the characters it didn't really matter who you were playing with no um because the the move sets were very similar they had different charge beams and they did they had different special moves and they had a, a couple of them instead of how it, like one had a pile driver and one had a chokehold or something like that it was just it's barely worth mentioning really because it just didn't distinguish one character from another they were just essentially reskins weren't they yeah One of the things that I like as a spectator of fighting games is how different players will have an affinity with with different characters and yeah. to go back to street fighter chun li feels different to e honda or, or blanca and so on and so forth yeah. guile is not dalsim and so on you know like yeah. you could keep you could keep comparing them on I, I, was, and on. I was trying to remember the name of the the guy with the the rubbery arms and that's dalsim isn't it you just mentioned or is the rubbery arms another guy yeah it is uh, the one that i was thinking it might be was balrog who is the russian 
Um, that's the Russian wrestler. That's the big guy with like, the hairy chest that appears in the... Or is he the... Or is he the... So this is where we're... The, <laughs> now I'm thinking he he's might the be the boxer. appears in the... Uh, no, Balrog is definitely the... Re- if he's in the hot... No, but... If he's in the hot pants at the start of Wreck-It Ralph in the, the, the Villains Anonymous type meeting. No, he doesn't because Balrog is <gasps> the boxer. Oh, no. Um, Who am I thinking of then? Zangief. It's Zangief. That's well, it. I did the same thing. Balrog's the boxer and Zangief is, is the wrestler, the Russian wrestler. Anyway, the point you're getting at is that they all play differently in Street Fighter. The point is they all play... Di- yeah, exactly. And they all play different. differently and they feel different and to such an extent that certain char- uh, certain players will become in tune with certain, play- uh, certain characters and... Yeah, that that's it. That's all I need yeah. to say, isn't it? Really, and this you have, have that in that. all the best. No, it doesn't have this at all. It doesn't have it at all. And I think, frankly, if you don't have that distinction between one character and another, what's the bloody point in having different characters? Especially in a game that only has four characters anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. If you've got four characters, you damn well bl- bloody make sure that it's four distinct characters that feel and play differently and have their own strengths and weaknesses. And then the sequel, because we dipped into that briefly, only has three yeah. characters. I, that was on the SNES. On the SNES. Uh, yeah, it had three characters. But having said that, it was a lot faster. And actually, when you ran out of health, that was it. You were done. It still had a wrestling move set for each yeah. of the characters. It did also have button prompts to actually guide you through the moves a bit more, which was a, also a damn sight better. Yeah, so it's a da- it's better. However, uh, again, if you are a developer and you're having to show every time... Every time you need mm. to do something, if you're having to prompt the player, and it wasn't just a case of it's the first time we've played it or whatever, there was no like possibility to save the game. As you can imagine, there are only three characters to brawl through. So yeah, every time you needed to press A to like pin or whatever, it would actually have an A come up and it would have a finger bashing A. And actually it had this mechanic in, in the second one where you had to rock left and right on the D-pad right. in order to in order to sort of wrestle control of the grapple, okay. which was interesting as a mechanic but every time you got into a grapple it had this little graphic come up of the d-pad rocking left and right i did wonder whether that was actually implemented in the first one and he just went told about it so i went back and tried it it's not <laughs> so no it was interesting it was still a failure as far as i'm concerned it fails on the grounds of if you have to tell your player every time yeah the, the buttons then you've buggered up yeah, for some reason as well, the SNES version box art was a lot more dramatic. It had this big dinosaur that had a, a big laser beam, fire coming out of its mouth, all these people mm. running around the city. The front cover of the Mega Drive, so this is the one I talked about that was encased in brown paper and had these the four characters on. They just like they were having a, a bit of a disagreement. They they didn't really. I don't even think that it went that far. Biting Geon, the Godzilla facsimile on the box art, he actually to me looked friendly. He kind of looked like a spiky Rex from. <laughs> Toy Story. Yeah. He yeah. had big teeth and he had these spikes on his head, but he did just look harmless and kind of, he was kind of looking out the side of his eye. It was a funny, <laughs> funny old boxer. I definitely wouldn't have picked that up. Like, it's so boring. It was such a boringly constructed image. And then also, when you go to the game itself and you're choosing the characters, the four characters you choose from, which you also pointed out, oh. <laughs> are really zoomed in, like someone, like your grand doing a WhatsApp video call. They also look exactly nothing like what they are on the front of the box. No, no, not at all. To some extent, that's to be expected. You, it's oh. like concept art versus graphics, isn't it? it? It happens. I mean, I don't even think they look like themselves in the game. You, you look at the pictures that are like a third of their face because the rest is off frame and they don't even look like their characters i mean it's hard to say when you you can only see their nose and their eyes (laughs) 
I suppose. But what I'm getting at is they didn't even look like the characters you were playing as. It just all feels like a hodgepodge. And that menu there, the character selection, you chose your mode, you chose your character, and then it's the game, that's it. Like, there wasn't really much polish required. No, there wasn't any polish applied either. (laughs) So I don't know if they had polish in the studio. Something about that menu, the first thing that struck me was how diabolically bad it was graphically the second thing that struck me very 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 quickly was the music the music was on a loop that probably lasted five seconds yeah something like that it was so bad it caught my attention in that loop i counted the notes there are 19 notes in the whole thing that then loops around in a, in a five second loop and it goes over and over and over Repeat and it's ad nauseum I think we're both on the same page again, which doesn't always happen, but I'm not recommending this game to anybody. I'm actually saying steer clear, which is the opposite of a recommendation. It's a denunciation. I'm denouncing this game. I was trying to be charitable and I was sort of trying to think if there was maybe licensed characters, for example, if there were more characters, if the combat was better, would it be a better game? But then I think actually that's a completely different game. Did this? Yeah, you you've just made a new game. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. judged on this, what it is, is it even good in short bursts? No, I don't think it is. Yeah, there's no more to be plumbed from where we from what we've done either. There's no strategy or tactics to be applied because the controls are so shonky. You just can't. And if you want to do a wrestling or fighting game, there are so there many, are so many better ones. Yeah, yeah exactly that. Yeah. So, and that's really what it comes down to. It's important actually that we make that very clear because this game is available on the Switch. I was shocked to see. It came out on SNK RK Classics Volume 1 for the Wii, PS2 and PSP in 2008. So it has been available for consoles in the interim. But At least it was hidden behind presumably better games. Yeah. Presumably. As part of a collection. Yeah. But then like you've just said it was ported to the switch in 2018 um in- including sort of a high score mode and a thing called caravan mode which i had to look into because i had no idea what that meant at all a caravan mode is a high score survival in five minutes so basically keep going in five minutes score a high score why that's called caravan i have no idea i'm sure there's a reason no i don't i don't know what there it might is. be and that is available for six pound 29 on the switch uh, yeah which is shocking yeah. like a man Sometimes it boggles my brain what they can what they get away with. I reckon my parents probably paid less than six pounds twenty nine to buy this uh, from a market <laughs> stall in 90, 1997. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. There you go. There are better crap games available on the Switch than this. Things that have just been knocked out, like the Flappy Birds of of the Switch catalogue, yeah. are better than this. I'm sorry to the people that made it. I I do start to feel a bit bad, but at the same time. <sighs> Gosh, no. With a good conscience, I wouldn't be able to recommend this to anybody. No. Not it. Sh- it shouldn't have even come out. Just just no. Well, I'm sorry, actually. I was hoping that would be a bit of a revelation tonight. Yeah, like I said. You told me that we were starting off on yeah. a good foot for the yeah. next 50 batch. That's what I was hoping, but but sadly not. So your game next week, you've got to choose, choose a good one. I bloody have, haven't I? I ain't even thought about it. How about that? Right, we've got a week to think of a good one, not stinker like this. I shall. I'll have a good think. Thank you for joining us. If you're still here, then you deserve some kind of plaudit and that'll have to come from me. You've done a good job because that was basically just me moaning. I don't really know. Let me just ask, how do you not get annoyed about games like this, Christopher? How do you keep it together? Because even even through that, you were quite robotic and emotionless, like <laughs> like always. <laughs> Cheers. That's just what the game's <laughs> reduced me to. I, I, I feel nothing. Is that not what life's reduced you to? <laughs> Crikey. It's gone deep, real deep, real quick. <laughs> uh, so, but anyway, 
getting back to what I was talking about, I did genuinely want to know the answer to that, Chris. But yeah, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sticking around and uh, listening to what we thought of King of the Monsters, which is King of the Shonkers, uh, stink, as far as I'm concerned. Stink of the Shonkers. Yeah, something bad. Think think of a better name. Let us know on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. What's the other ones? Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Anywhere that you like, really. Let us know. We will laugh at what you come up with and we will see you again hopefully for next episode where we will play a better game i promise i'm sure we will hands on heart i'm sure we will mainly because there aren't any games or many games that are worse than that i may be able to dredge one up but i don't think i'll bother please don't no i shan't thank you everybody and we will see you again thank you bye